hello, hello, and welcome to the 30th episode, well, the second part of the 30th episode, or as we like to call it, 30B. I've just come up with something there. Oh yeah, yeah? It's episode 32. But episode 32, you know? Are you seeing that? Can we use that? I don't think there's something in that. No, that would be, no. be very confusing, I think. For yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably way too confusing. We got um, 30, episode 32, and then episode 32 comes around, and people just get deja vu. <laughs> yeah, where uh, no, this is so basically, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which was episode 30A or 30, uh, episode 30 part one. Um, 31. Just, <laughs> no, shut up, we're not doing that. Um, Basically, we are doing a retrospective, a radiospective, uh, doing a retrospective on the discography of Radiohead. Uh, last week, we got up to Amnesiac, but because of the breadth of Radiohead's discography, we decided to split up the retrospective into two weeks. But we didn't record all of them at the same time and then divide the episode through, uh, d- divide the episode into two via editing because, um, we just didn't want to, okay? Get off our back. Jeez, what are you, my yeah. mum? Could you imagine how bloated a session that would be? There's so much music to talk about. We just, yeah. like, I felt personally emotionally drained just talking about the first half of their music. And, uh, I mean, it's not, it's certainly going uphill from here now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, if we're going to get more emotionally drained. It's going to be so draining. We're gonna be we're gonna be sucked dry by the end of this. Gonna get that good, good radio <laughs> head, some head from a radio. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I made that joke last week, but I'm doing it again. It's actually um, quite funny though. I, yeah, I'd like I enjoyed hearing it again. Thank you. It's funnier the more you do it. I think. Um, yeah. So so yeah, we we're now gonna finish off the discography. Uh, so far, they they might they might come out with uh you know more albums and we might have to do a redux uh, review um that being said their last album came out in 2016 right yeah Moonshade yeah. Pool. um so it's been a bit please tom please tom york and the other boys please come back give us more head please <laughs> um we'd really appreciate that that is um, not those are not my thoughts at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you would you would not accept head from Tom York and the other members no, of Radiohead. No. How no, dare you? How dare you make that assertion? Um okay, so yeah, we finished with Amnesiac. Uh so that means that the next album in our retrospective radio spective review of Radiohead's discography is <laughs> From 2003, Hail to the Thief. Is it not, Joel? Well, it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sleeper in their discography. Mm. It's um, I mean, but it's got a very iconic album cover and perhaps their most politicized album, di- like very directly uh, political. Mm. It's uh, it's 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 quite the enigma. Hail to the Thief. Would that be accurate to say? I, I think I think so. Well, what do you mean by it's an enigma? Well, it's 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 sort of it's in its own. Um, a lot of the albums, I guess, are quite. I don't know. They're they're a bit flexible with their with with subject matter. It's it and it 
this range of a well i'm finding it hard to articulate what i mean but mm. it just it, it has its own it has its own aura where i i could not compare hail to the thief to any of their other albums tonally i think you're right yeah no it, that it that it's yeah i i suppose like it's enigmatic in a way in terms of like the music but in terms of the yeah. message it's not that enigmatic it's like no 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 he he wrote tom york wrote lyrics influenced by the unfolding war on terror and by the surrounding political discourses but in like ways where he incorporates influences from like fairy tales and children's literature at the same time the music on the other hand is like focusing on live takes rather than overdubs um and you know has a very unique style so i i kind of is is that what you were trying to say or yeah 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 okay yes 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 <laughs> yeah that is what i'm trying to say okay awesome um yeah okay what else <laughs> what else what else, <laughs> what else are you trying there's, to say Darrell? there's more things i'm trying to say go on say those things i want to hear you well, say those things well, in ge- i just in general this album is actually really good it's uh really good a lot more well it's a lot well there's guitars all over this album real guitar did you do you, do you think you like that you know a bit more live again i guess like i do, i do like hail to the thief as an album i don't think it's one of my favorites of theirs though no it's, it's only not bad it's that de- better than like their first two in my opinion but um yeah i don't know the style is interesting there is experimentation but like i suppose that yet again it's like like how we were talking with okay computer like you brought up whether there was a pivot between okay computer and kid a this is yet again another pivot from like electronic yeah. the electronic style of kid a and amnesiac to yeah as you say like more experimentation and you know more more overtly rock uh music with like guitar led writing and stuff like that so yeah yeah i guess like i do like it but i don't know if i prefer it necessarily to like the electronics uh stuff that they did on the previous album yeah i don't think i do Hmm. but i mean i do i do like the lyricism but it sort of gets very i mean it it gets into like what tom york's solo stuff is more about it's it's very um politicized and you know politicians are ignorant and cowards and you know all that sort of stuff and um a lot of i don't know it's just it's just quite clever but it but musically it's not as compelling well i don't find it personally as compelling as the the other the other albums but it it is really good it's a really good art rock album i think yeah, I'd agree with you. Definitely the opening and like sit down stand up as well. Two plus two equals yeah. five is like I listened to that and I was like, whoa, this is okay, this is cool and this is different, but it's still cool and I like it for that. Um yeah. it yeah, it is more yeah. rock orientated than uh you know the previous fairs. Like if you were to go back to um Pablo Honey, that's like definitely rock grunge sort of, but this is like different in a way. Um yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty okay. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> not my favorite. It's good. It's good. It's, it, good. it's good. And it yeah. stands out for being so different, but not for being better than the other albums. Yeah, I, I think that's about right. 
So yeah. is that is that all you wanted to say about Hail to the Thief? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Because I mean, the follow up is just like we could talk about that for forever. Really. Yeah, mind blowing. Uh, so the next one after uh, Hail to the Thief is the is the well renowned in rainbows. Seven studio album. in rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was self-released on the 10th of October 2007 as a pay-what-you-want download, followed by a physical release internationally through XL Recordings. Um, it was Radiohead's first release after their recording contract with EMI ended with their album Hail to the Thief. Um, they began work on In Rainbows in early 2005, and in 2006, after initial recording sessions with new producer Spike Stent proved fruitless, the band towards Europe and North America, performing the new material. Um, then they re-enlisted their longtime producer, Nigel Godrich, uh, went to a country house, and they, and they made Bloody in Rainbows, didn't they, Duel? <laughs> I can't believe they bloody went and went and made Bloody in Rainbows. They came out work. and they were like, you know what? There's not enough rainbows in here and we're not in them enough. So, so let's, let's... I'm going to get myself in some rainbows real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I I I think it's just so hard to pick like our favorite Radiohead album, um, and that's what we'll have to try and do and like rank them at the end of this episode. But I would say In Rainbows is definitely up there. Um, I, I just listened to this and I was like, this is it's it's more accessible. I feel like if you're gonna start, if you were into like, I don't know, if you, if you're into like indie music. Then I feel like yeah. in Rainbows, if you want to jump into Radiohead in Rainbows is where you should start. This is the most accessible in Rhodes. It's either this from like a indie angle or OK Computer from like a, a more like alt rock kind of angle. I think these are the most this. But it's 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 rare to get a, a, an album that's so like on form in that like sort of accessible way. Yeah, but still retains a lot of its art and experimental edge. Uh, it's 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 a crazy balancing act. But I mean, I it's it's like I think the album is completely flawless. Yeah, I'd agree with that for the most part. It, like the track list is amazing. Every song on here is really really good. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much I like Faust up, but um, it's not bad. It's not a bad track. Um, and it's a bit of an interlude anyway. It's the shortest track on the album. But yeah, for the most part, every song on here, I mean, House of Cards is probably my favorite. Um, videotape, another good one. Jigsaw Falling Into Place is like iconic. And I think I think that's like a very popular song from this album. I used to, I used to not like it. Really? Can you believe that? I, I used to really not like that song of all the songs here. Uh, but I, I mean, I love it now. I, obviously, I love them all. I think that... Uh, <clears throat> I think that it's hard to it's hard to say. Well, weird weird fishes is probably their most popular on this album. Mm. Um, I think just generally, not even just by like like Spotify streaming numbers or in, askew in that way, but like just in general, like the in the community, <laughs> it's, it's it's the most the, the, the Radiohead community, the Radioheads. Mm. We had all the Radioheads just mm. chatting chatting away. It's I think it's the most. <laughs> It's the most acclaimed one, and it was my favorite until, until I got I got behind nude, mm. and fifteen step. Yeah, but it but it it's like this album is a microcosm of just what Radiohead is, 
because it's so tough to decide what's the best thing from it because it's all to such a high quality yeah uh, that you know you have you have favorites here and there and you have things that you sort of like less than you like the other thing but it's still because everything is so meticulously made it's 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 tough yeah it's tough i think i absolutely agree with you that like it's it in terms of describing it as like a microcosm of radiohead like the whole thing like they use you know a variety of styles and instruments it's not like how you know you can broadly define like kid a and amnesiac as like oh the electronic experimentation yeah and like whatever because they use like strings piano um and yeah more electronic instruments as well on top of that but then you also have like tom york writing more personal lyrics than political ones which is something we've seen him do sort of on the previous albums but not i think to this extent and obviously we'll come back to this on um a moon-shaped pool but like it's strange to hear tom york being so like personal and emotive in his singing especially on videotape as an as a as a closer videotape is like so sad and so powerful and like radiohead are sad but (laughs) <laughs> like their music <laughs> makes you feel sad sometimes <laughs> um but like that one especially and i think it's because of it this album feels more emotive perhaps than the, yeah, than sure. the previous ones for sure he gets it they get it all out really it's a bit mm. of a uh, i think that well tom york had the eraser come out the year before and that like his 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 own you know solo thing very well loved i love it but uh, that's well sort of loved. Much more... I love it. <laughs> I love well loved it's by well me. Well loved, and I love it. And I'm not. It's not me. Well, maybe it is, but no, it's not. Uh, but like, it's more digital, and there's more political things. I mean, it is a bit. It's emotive as well. It's, but it's, it's sort of. I think he gets it out of his system a little bit. Mm. Um, so by the time in Rainbows comes about, that there's like the room to have this like amalgam of all their previous albums, just all rolled into all these influences for each song and it but it but it works really well again uh so yeah i mean this is probably like in terms of like in terms of quality i'm not going to just tell you it's my favorite yet but in terms of quality <laughs> it's, probably the, it's probably the best thing that they have or had made up to this point like in a in a sort of musical sense yeah no i agree with I that might, oh, that might be bold, might not be bold, but I'm going to go with it. At this point in 2007, I would agree that this is probably the best thing they'd made. Like, it's it's between this and Kid A, in my opinion, for, like, the best yeah. album they produced. Uh, yeah. At, like, if we just look at, like, from their beginning to 2007. Um, but yeah. did, did you listen to disc two of In Rainbows, the, the bonus album? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't listen to it because I, I just... I just wanted in rainbows. I didn't want the bonus stuff, but we... yeah, no, that's all you're supposed to listen to. I didn't listen to that for this. Yeah, but I, just, but I assumed know. you'd listen to it because, like, we spoke about okay, not okay, which was like the Dulux version of um, mm-hmm. okay computer, and we spoke about Kid A Amnesiac. So you might as well go go on a bit of a uh, diatribe about the bonus album of In Rainbow. <laughs> well, it's 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 you know it's just sort of a thing that's tacked on. It, it's mm-hmm. the uh, the bonus stuff. Some of it is really good. Some of it's eh, all right. like you know, um, 
to be fair, it was right. Some of the songs are rightly left off the album, but it's still it's a it's still a nice um, appendage of like a perfect assortment of songs. I mean, you know, that's kind of what it's kind of what it all is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, they, it it it's not it's good to have like these are still like fully fleshed out songs, so it's 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 worth it. It's yeah. worth it to listen to just to sort of get the, the full scope of what they were producing and happy to release. But the album, you know, just in Rainbows in general, is, is perfect the way it was. I wouldn't argue that any songs from Disc 2 needed to be added any de- like in any desperate way, you know. But it is, it's still good. It's still good. It's hard to, it's hard to have like a, a, a Disc 2 or a Side B that, that's, that's worth a damn, but this, this is. Mm. Okay. Well, that sounds okay. <laughs> Maybe one it of these okay. days I'll, I'll get I'll get round to it. It's um, okay. But... Well, Drake, Drake, Drake could learn a thing or two about having a decent side B. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, not including every single, <laughs> every single. A very unnecessary snipe, but I've done it. Yeah. You, wow, you, you, you really just roasted Drake in a Radiohead retrospective. I was thinking about Scorpion on the way home <laughs> and just how bad it was. <laughs> Just, enough. I, <laughs> I think about that a lot to be honest um yeah. is, is that all you want to say about in rainbows i i, I you know we've sung its praises yeah. um yeah no there's a lot to say i mean but yeah i think we've i think we've covered all all bases it's just you know it's n- near perfection yet again yeah from the band and if you haven't listened to it bloody bloody hell what what's go ahead what's bloody yeah. wrong with if you, you? want to if you want to start if you want to start anywhere for radiohead definitely start within rainbows yeah i'd say i tried to start with okay computer and got my ass beat like <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole band just just came down from the stage and kicked my ass in front of everyone yeah. <laughs> and it's like crying on top of you <laughs> they said no surprises they surprised me by whooping my ass right <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so shall we move on to the King of Limbs or the Ling of Kims? Um, <laughs> it's definitely the King of Limbs. It's not. It's not the Ling of Kims. Um, their eighth studio album, uh, released on February eighteenth, twenty eleven, as a download, but then followed by a physical release in March of twenty eleven. Um, so, the King of Limbs. What do you think? Well. King of Limbs was uh, the last album of Radioheads that I had to listen to to like complete the whole thing and um, I don't know why I'd put it off so much to be honest mm. because I mean again this is like so compelling in a completely different completely different way yeah just so like electronic and experimental just you know there's ambience involved there's sampling there's repetitive mantras it's just but it's so good it's so good it made this album this album made me want to get a uh, a a loop a loop machine for some for some stuff so i could so i could make music <laughs> um, and uh, someone can get me one anytime anytime they like i mean it's, yeah, it's coming up to christmas i'm sure santa could help you out or something uh if, Sat- if Matt dressed as Santa and then got me something I could sample with, then I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to tell you what would happen. <laughs> it would be good. Yeah, I, for sure the like, sampling is, is really interesting on this album. It, you know, after their work with sampling on like Kid A and Amnesiac, 
it, it's like interesting to see them return to this. It, it's funny though, because like obviously after Kid A and Amnesiac, it's like you have OK Computer and like Pablo Honey, which are kind of like the more rocky ones. Then you have the electronic ones, Kid A and Amnesiac. And then you, then you have like a weird period where they kind of fluctuate between them, between like rock yeah. and electronic. So then you have like Hail to the Thief. Then in between that, you have an amalgamation of both, which is in Rainbows. And then you have the King of Limbs, which is a return kind of to like the more electronic side. I mean, yeah, due to the protracted recording and more conventional like instrumentation within Rainbows, Radiohead, and uh, as I've mentioned, Nigel Godridge, their longtime producer, um, developed the King of Limbs through sampling and looping. And Tom described it as, quote, an expression of wildness and mutation, um, which I feel like does come through for sure through the music. So like that, much that though. theme. The, the, the fourth song on this album, Feral, is mm. actually like the word I would completely describe this album as. Yeah, I've, it's, that's it's accurate. just so, it, it feels like a, a moving part completely, like a, just like to this very shifty, <laughs> sort of unnerving, unsettling album. Yeah. Which is great. <laughs> which yeah. I, lo- I love things like, I love to be unsettled and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I love when music gives me some gives me an anxiety attack. That's great. Um, Hell yeah! Speaking of anxiety attack, can we talk about the music video for Lotus Flower? <laughs> yes. Okay. Which featured Tom York dancing, and it dancing. inspired a funny meme, a funny meme, funny yeah. meme. What um, do you think of the video? I think like it, his moves. I think Tom York's got some great moves. I I love to see that that beautiful man doing a wiggle, doing doing a bit of a doing you know just having a good time. That's what I like to see from yeah from Tom York. I love that he's in the videos. So good. Hmm. What's your favorite video? Oh, we could talk about that. That'd be fun. I haven't What's your watched. I haven't watched all of them, but I I knew about the Lotus Flower like meme before I went yeah. into King of Limbs, so I watched that one. But you like the No Surprises video? I think it's really good. I, like where they just like they just drown him in a tank for like a minute <laughs> and then <laughs> then put it in slow mo. No, I well I haven't seen it, but I you haven't I, seen that, it. That sounds good. Yeah. Oh no. my god, Adam. They it's okay. So it's it's Tom York like just standing up lip syncing but they like he has like a like a helmet on like a i don't know like it's almost like a fishbowl anyway but like yeah he has that on his head while he's lip syncing and then they just fill it with water (laughs) (laughs) while he's singing (laughs) and then they release and then they like release the water and then he keeps on lip syncing and he looked pissed but like (laughs) but um (laughs) And then it's just, it's literally just that, but in slow motion. So like, it, but it's so good for some, for some reason, it's re- it works completely. I feel like that like yeah, matches, that? I feel like that matches like the vibe of No Surprises though, that kind of feeling of like drowning in, in like everything and everything just being a bit yeah. too much and very sad uh, and depressing. Yeah. Um, yeah, in regard to like, stuff that's sad and depressing as well um the european tour for the king of limbs was postponed after the temporary stage collapsed in toronto's downs uh downsview park killing a technician and injuring three others um 
I'm just bringing that up because it was a bit of trivia yeah. that I that I noted down and uh... I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that it it does take a lot to set up a tour. <laughs> like it, it's it's demanding, not just of artists, but of you know stage hands and all the crew. <clears throat> and you know there's a, there, there is a lot to do in terms of just just setting it up before a crowd arrives. Um, so just like in the in the wake of like the the, the Travis Scott stuff, it sort of is, is important to to highlight that. The, yeah, that there is so there are so many variables and moving parts that go into hosting a, a, an event and a tour and a live show. And yeah, yeah it was a, it's a it's a shame about that the uh, <clears throat> that whole incident. I think that's been settled though. Yeah, now. they've they've probably settled it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this was back in 2012, so yeah. Um, also, can we talk about the album cover art? Uh, I know that we, I think we mentioned this that's week, it's us last week. Yeah, yeah, that's us. <laughs> I'm, which one are you? I feel like I'm, I'm the, the green, green one. one. What? No, <laughs> I'm the green I'm one. I'm absolutely the green one. I want to be the green one, goddammit. That's why you're the yellow one, because you want to be the green one. <laughs> shut, shut up. Is this, is this another that? Alex Turner and Miles Kane? uh situation going on here yeah (laughs) like the green one or the yellow one um the artwork uh was actually done by tom york himself and obviously their longtime collaborator stanley donwood uh and depicts nature and spirits inspired by fairy tales but to me just looks like a green guy next to a bigger yellow guy uh who is (laughs) duell duell is the bigger yellow guy i should emphasize and um not Darrell is so big and so yellow, and he's a guy, so yeah. Um, yeah, with and, four legs. And, and, as, <laughs> and as we know, I'm a very skinny green guy uh, who looks extraordinarily depressed. That That's quite true of my character. With two legs. With two legs. I do have two legs, so that's actually quite accurate. Um, some, something, something works. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned last week how it looks like a meme image, and yeah, it does. It actually just does. It just, <laughs> there's nothing funny good. to say about it. It just looks like a meme image. But let's actually yeah. talk about the music. Um, oh, we yeah. spent yeah, yeah. way too long on like the context and stuff. But yeah, so yeah. music. Pretty good, isn't it? Oof, yes, it's so good. Bloom is is an incredible song. An amazing opener um, for sure, yeah. What a, a kaleidoscopic epic of a song, oh, may I say. I like your, I like your magic yeah. words, funny man. No, wait. Funny words, magic man. Oh, I get confused. <laughs> he gets confused sometimes, guys. <laughs> Let him off. The curse of being a green man. I uh, <laughs> magic words, funny face. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bloom is Bloom is great. I mean, it's like I don't even know some sort of euphoria kind of thing going on, but like it constantly feels a little bit off kilter and repressed. In some way, it's just it's so evocative. These songs and Morning Mist the Magpie is actually a banger as well. I mean, the the the, the bass line in that song is so good. It's funny that you mentioned Euphoria a couple of sentences back because huh? Zendaya actually make uh makes makes an appearance on this album in Bloom. She actually uh really actually makes a cameo. No, you idiot! Gullible, oh. haha. You're, you're, yeah, she'd have been like she'd have been like stupid. two years old, wouldn't she? What? No, she's <laughs> she's older than us. She was born in like 1996, I think. No, she's not. Seriously? Yeah. 
Yeah, Zendaya's not our age, man. She looks like she's 15. She's dating Tom Holland, who's 25. So, yeah, I think she... I would not be surprised anyway, would I? <laughs> I would not be shocked. Can't, can't trust anyone in the biz anymore, can you? Trust anyone in the biz, he says. Not being in the biz at all. <laughs> I'm in the I'm so in the industry. Man. Yeah, she was born September 1st, 1996. Someone's singing next door. Oh, anyway. But yeah, so, King of Lins. King of Lins? King of <laughs> Oh, I'm having a stroke. Can you get confused, (laughs) The king of limbs is what he means. Don't worry. Um, Yeah, do you have a king of rings? (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Although, like, this is electronic for the most part, it does find, like, it does strike a balance between, like, electronic but still, like, going hard in many places. And it's got a a grungy style but not too grungy. And yeah, just generally, I think it's a good album. I kind of prefer mm-hmm. it to Hail the Thief. Uh, it's their yeah. shortest album as well. Uh, only eight tracks. Yes, easy. Um, it's like 35 plus minutes. That's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just generally, I thought pretty good album, in my opinion. Really good. If you yeah. disagree, you're wrong. Objective. It's a shame. It's, quite, it's got quite a mixed um, quite a mixed opinion, but I, I think that it's still really good and... I think people are just looking for some quintessential Radiohead, but the sooner they realise the quintessential Radiohead means a lot of things, the sooner we can get on with loving every album. Thank you. <laughs> that was too well's public address. Um, okay, yeah. let's let's move on to the ninth and final, as of you know, for now, uh, studio album Moonshape Pool was released in 2016, as I've already mentioned. Um, fun things to note about it it may be about tom york's divorce that's fun um yeah his divorce and then like his his wife dying afterwards i think as well i didn't know about that that's not so fun Um, you didn't know that i didn't know about doesn't sound fun oh well his Um, ex-wife oh the whole album is just is like someone pulling your heart out and then stepping on it yeah no, um, that's pretty accurate it, I agree it, it doesn't actually hurt you but it hurts your heart as well it, it does just, hurt it, me i feel hurt by this yeah this album hurts yeah. Yeah, um sucks. in that in that way like uh, yeah yeah it, it emotionally sucks like it hits you in 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 the gut right in the stomach yeah you know you have to multiply that trauma though yeah but like, like 10 times 10 times that yeah just the biggest it's punch all... in the gut yeah um yeah, this weekend I was like just wallowing in bed, uh, lights off, blankies, blankies up, uh, <laughs> go, <laughs> going dark, and I gonna make on, that. <laughs> and I turned on my uh, speaker and I, I just decided Fuck it. I'm gonna li- oh I swore I'm gonna listen to <laughs> gonna listen to a moon shaped pool this weekend for the whole three days yeah. of the weekend, and I had the I had the day off for from work and I just was like yep time to wallow this is gonna be fun. Uh, and by fun, I mean this is gonna destroy my mental health. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the cover was obviously done by Stanley Donwood, who we keep talking about. Um, and I like it, it's like abstract. Um, it was created by exposing Donwood's paintings to weather. Um, and I feel like that's pretty representative of what I imagine a moon shaped pool to look like. Um, mm. I don't think a moon-shaped pool exists. I mean, the shape of the moon is like... I hope it doesn't. ...is a sphere, isn't it? Yeah. 
surely there are spherical pools, aren't there? I guess there are, but I hope they don't hurt as much as this does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I I've been like considering it every day. Like, what's my favorite Radiohead album? And we'll come to the ranking, but this is super high up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, every song is flawless. I'm gonna say it, it is. Yeah, Every no, I, I absolutely agree with you. That like again, you you say that on most of their albums, and I like pick out one song I don't like, but I can't, I cannot pick out one song I don't like on here. And I've been learning a lot of them on the piano as well because yeah, I'm, I'm a loser. Um, you can you should plug, you should plug your Instagram for that because yeah, yeah. they actually are that's actually really fun to watch. Follow me on uh, on on uh, what's my at again? Uh, Adam Adam DeSalve. Just search Adam DeSalve. Oh. Um and and yeah, follow me on that. I, I don't like self porno. So self porno. What? <laughs> I don't like self porno. I like group porno. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's fair enough. A man um, of culture. I <laughs> man, man of culture. Yeah. Um, the lyrics address like climate change, groupthink, and heartbreak. Obviously, um, some. Typical. Uh, as I said, like I love all of the songs on here, but. If I had to pick some standouts, my favorite track would probably be Glass Eyes. Um, the first mm-hmm. time I listened to this, I was on my way to uni and I was like on getting off the tube at Mile End. And when Tom York said, hey, it's me, I'm getting off the train. I was like, oh, I'm getting off a train right now. This is so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a train is. And, um, oh and, and yeah, and I've, I've learned Glass Eyes on piano that's it's so beautiful like glass eyes is really yeah. really interesting because it the production on it sounds like you are like underwater a lot of this feels like you're underwater like very submerged yeah yeah like you're in a moon-shaped pool like there's weird like um i don't know like reverbs reverberations or like um like use of reverse in the music where well, at, the, sounds, at, the, at the beginning yeah yeah where, where it's like you're underwater but everything's like Zoop, right. like sucking up but going back to the surface yeah um then they have like in the second half there is this like soaring violin passage that just sort of like it's as if you are submerging from underwater yeah like it's 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 incredible like sound quality uh not to i'm gonna be like an, an audio file for a second yeah but like the, the the production like the actual like attention to detail and it's just submersive like sound tampering that they do on it and each song has its own almost identity in terms of like how they uh extrapolate sounds and and weave in sampling i'm such a nerd Um, (laughs) (laughs) no i like this i like this it's it's intellectual album it's even better than kid a it's just so it's so clever and so like like almost you can tell that there's like some perfectionism going on because it's like every single instrument has been either left as it is or doctored to sound like exactly what you imagine the emotions would be and then it makes the feeling twice as potent it's just but it it, it has a lot to do with production on this album but like it's just it's ambience it's art it's uh it's experimental it's all those things but it's you know lyrics 
song topics and and production work in such like a perfect way on this album specifically like no other radiohead album does yeah i i big i i i don't have much add i agree with you on pretty much every point there i'd say like a lot of the time as like people who enjoy music and as music reviewers we like to think that music is meant to elicit emotion I would say a moonshape pool succeeds in eliciting emotion, but I'd also argue that it doesn't just elicit emotion. You'd be hard pressed to find an album that's music, that's music so accurately represents and mirrors the feeling of, of an emotion. Like uh, that's very yeah. high praise. And uh, maybe I'm getting a bit too above myself, but like when you listen to the music, you you don't just feel the emotion you feel what it feels like to feel the emotion like i don't know it's so hard to describe but like it's it's so there's something intrinsic about it there's something so interesting yeah. about it that like you feel that you feel that sadness you feel that remorse and you feel like everything around that emotion like i don't know i'm 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 not good at describing it but it's you need to listen to it for yourself like to be able to truly understand what i'm saying um, yeah, it's spot on. And if you if you haven't listened to it, then what's wrong with you? Like, just just go out, just 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 stop the podcast, go and listen to to a moonshape pool, and and come back. But uh, I mean, you can't do that. But <laughs> I don't we'll care. Bring you, we'll, we'll bring you some tissues. As yeah. Well. <laughs> but um, yeah, glass eyes, um, brilliant. Dex dark, I really really like. Daydreaming. That's Matt's favorite. Very very good taste Daydreaming from from the Daydreaming's Molloy. got a very good video as well um mm. <clears throat> um where it's just it's actually just tom york uh that time in in daydreaming as well but he's like walking through a bunch of doors finding a new room a new house a new uh passageway it's just like it's like this this endless search for for nothingness that's what like daydreaming is you know it, it, but i mean it it's like even the visuals are so evocative <clears throat> But I, 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 may I say that the 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 open the opener burn the witch could be maybe my my favorite <laughs> track maybe perhaps could could be but I don't want to say the um that's interesting okay it's a ridiculously frenzied open I but I love the violin it's just so frenetic. So kinetic, kinetic and frenetic. That's I did not mean for it to go that very, way. Very good. But, um, but like it just it really does feel like this, like like a I I always thought of it as like an aggressive swarm of, of bees. Like not the like, bees. Not the bees. <laughs> <laughs> just coming, just coming after you, chasing you. You can't escape it. It's just sort of just this like completely immersive terror going on and then straight into daydreaming which is just this like meditative but like you know slightly worn out sort of song and it's all mellow and light and quiet but it's just so emotional uh yeah i mean it's it, every song literally every song um oh i don't want to pick one i don't want to pick a favorite <laughs> i don't i um, um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'd maybe say Dex Dark, but I'd also, uh, I'd want to, I'd want to put Glass Eyes there too. 
maybe the the the, the penultimate one, Tinker Taylor, all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> Tinker Taylor, rich man, poor man, beggar. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just it's literally like so good. So it's so indulgent to be so sad as well, and they mm. get it spot on. They get spot on like how indulgent the wallowing is. It's like a, a really inherent self pity going on, but it's so captivating, like the whole time. Given I listen to this album while wallowing, I can definitely recommend wallowing to this album. It's it's definitely yeah. definitely good wallow <laughs> music. Forget wallows. Listen to listen to this. This, <laughs> this is where it's at. I like, I, hey man, I like wallows, but compared to this, um, they're all right. Yeah, they're right. I mean, yeah, glass eyes, glass eyes, great. Identikit, I think, is like great. Like the guitar work yeah. on there is really really interesting. Um, the numbers is good. Uh, I do like the numbers. I I like a bit of numbers. I like letters too. Um, what do they mean? I I'm I'm not entirely sure. Um, present tense I think is really 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 good. Um, Tinker Taylor Soldier Sailor Rich Man Poor Man Beggar is also <laughs> really really good. It, that's the thing. These like tracks are like the ones I just mentioned and True Love Waits, which is the closer, which is so Very sad. Closer. Uh, great closer. Yeah. So, so, so sad. Like, bro, when I listened to this, I could barely, like, hold back tears. It was, oh. Um, but yeah. You did, because you're a strong man, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big <laughs> macho man. You know me. I don't, I don't cry. And boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. Yeah, yeah. Robert Smith taught, taught me everything I know. Um, <laughs> but in terms of, like, cinematic quality, this album yeah. is so cinematic and it doesn't surprise me that they made um you're not about to talk about it i am about to talk about spectre uh again even though i mentioned it last episode but they <laughs> they they wrote and created spectre around the time that a moonshape pool was in production and then on the deluxe version of moonshape pool uh spectre is included on the b-sides also did you know that man of man of man of war from okay not okay was also supposed to be james uh james bond yeah, Song. yeah, they, they've they've tried a few times for a few movies and been rejected, mm. uh, which is a it's baffling. But you know, it's it's I, I'm happy to just indulge in it myself uh, because they do just have this this really cinematic quality where you think that there's going to be some grand like backdrop or some like just sweeping shots of nature or something it's just it's it's literally that evocative you think it <clears throat> you think it would be it, people would jump at the opportunity to partner it with whatever cinema they make or yeah i mean if they've done it their whole their whole lifespan and they've they've not really had many opportunities to to put to put it out yeah but they had they had a soundtrack they did well tom york did suspiria himself um other than that they've a few a few songs here and there but yeah i i obviously we're not allowed to talk about that film uh, that thing we're not allowed to talk about which i just said um but (laughs) i um i listened to the soundtrack of suspiria the original one which was done by goblin and like tom york and the music he makes is such an interesting like contrast to the soundtrack the original soundtrack by Goblin, because like Goblin are more like rock sort of in a way, and obviously Tom York is like a rock star kind of, um, 
I mean, Radiohead are considered a rock band, but I don't know how much I'd say they are a rock band. I, like, they're hard to define. But like, especially after right. listening to a moonshape pool, it's like, this, it isn't really rock. It's like, I don't know. It, it, it subverts genre and it's like, it's more like subtle and, and mellow yeah. uh, than, than Goblin's take uh, for, their, for their soundtrack for Suspiria. But yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So that brings us to the end. We've done it, people. We've covered all of Radiohead's discography. And now we come to the final moments where we have to oh, rank. Yeah. We have to big rank our, the, 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 you know, we have to rank them. I don't know why I'm struggling to say that we have to rank them. <laughs> but, but we do have to rank uh, the, the whole discography. Uh, for those of you who haven't listened before, Duella and I make two separate rankings. Um, I mean, we could make one ranking, but we'd probably be arguing all day. But we argue anyway, we, even when we do make our separate exactly. rankings. Um, go see our. There's less stake. There's less stakes in our argument because whatever you say will not change my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so Durell, what it might be the same? Shall we go from worst to best? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So worst album. Pablo Honey. Agreed. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. Se- In the bag. <laughs> second worst album. The Benz. Agreed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's not come up with the same album now, Jamal. Uh, the same. The same ranking. Okay. Third worst album. This is hard. Hail to the Thief. Ah, I agree with you. God damn it. Um. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. As I said when we when we reviewed it a couple of minutes ago, Hail to the Thief is not a bad album. It's just in terms of, like, compared to the other two, the Benz and Pablo Honey, it's miles better. But in terms yeah. of the rest of the, of the discography, it's it, you know, it it's up there, but it's not, you know, better than the other yeah. ones. Um, I agree. I credit, I credit it to standing out a bit more than those other two as well. There, yeah. you know, there's like it's like the bottom two and then the the rest, sort of. That's my that's how the rankings working for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, then uh, we come to what was I on fourth worst? <laughs> it's a weird way to do it. <laughs> fourth worst. Yeah, yeah. Because we we did uh, amnesiac. first worst. Okay, yeah. Wait, amnesia. Yeah. Do well. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing. What? How are you? What amnesia? Are, are you serious? What? Yeah. Okay. You hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, well, this is gonna this is this is gonna cause some cause some tension. Um, King of Limbs, right? Yeah, no, West. They're, they're, in, they're in the wrong order there. <laughs> I think they're in the right order. I think Amnesiac should uh, definitely rank higher. Nah. In, no, uh, in my opinion, no. I think you're wrong. You're fundamentally <laughs> and objectively <laughs> wrong. Well, I don't know if those, if those words mean anything. <laughs> what you you are you subjectively don't think the word objectively means anything? You're you're objectively I don't know wrong. If it does. <laughs> I don't know if I am. No, of course. Not. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's you're you're allowed to have your wrong opinions. That's fine. Um... <laughs> well, I definitely don't have any. I don't have any wrong opinions, which helps. <laughs> Okay, so after the King of Limbs, uh, which is the fourth worst, um, oh, as, we can all, as we can all agree <laughs> on, um, what's next? What's next in the your King ranking? Of Limbs. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Because I would say, okay, computer. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh Fifth worst oh. is okay, computer. That's wrong. Are you serious? In my opinion, I, I, I listen. Okay, computer isn't is okay, computer. It's not. Oh. I feel like it. Like I did sing its praises last week, but I don't think it's that great of an album, especially now that I've had more time to sit with the discography. I don't think it's. I think it's overhyped. Uh, if I'm uh, honest, I think. Uh, I think. I think people overhype it. I mean, I don't think no, it's bad. No, it's not overhyped. It was a cult. It was a zeitgeist. It absolutely is. It's well. It's deserving completely. It. It does not account for the rest of the albums. In it. In its. In its own analysis, it is, it is a fantastic album, which which set the precedent for music going forward in that genre. Is it though? Is it? Yes. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. It was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it maybe and, and and sounds yeah, but in a ranking, in a in a ranking of their music, it, it, it's not untrue what people say about it. Yeah, I guess, but it, I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm what amnesiac, well, amnesiac is like, uh, you know, yeah, amnesiac's okay. What? No, you in the way that you think okay computer is. <laughs> so you, so you, you, you think that amnesiac is okay just because I said okay computer is okay? No, I think that about amnesiac. In the in the grand scheme of their discography, yeah, I think amnesiac is funny. I feel like amnesiac is underhyped, like underrated and i feel like okay computer is overrated that's my personal opinion um. mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so fifth worst for me is okay computer and fifth worst for you is amnesiac interesting um so that no, brings no, us no. no the king of limbs <laughs> oh wait oh yes yeah wait what okay why are you saying worst so much <laughs> i don't know i that's the thing i'm confused wait so there's nine albums, right? So we won number yes. five, and and you said yeah, you got to stop saying worst now because it's like <laughs> fifth best. It doesn't make sense. Fifth, fifth best, yeah. I guess. Best. Um, okay, so yeah. so King of Limbs is your fifth best, mm-hmm. and my fifth best was OK Computer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that brings us to the top four then. Okay. So number four. Now OK Computer. Okay. Now I would say amnesia. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you at least you've got gone completely mental and <laughs> and and put it way too high. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I don't know. Like when I when I initially I thought listened... you were gonna put it above Kid A, which was gonna get a smack, but you didn't do it. So it's fine. <laughs> when I <laughs> when I initially listened to Kid A and Amnesiac back to back, it was hard for me to decide which one was better. But upon retroflexion, which is a word I've I've been saying a lot recently, something I came up with. I just come up with words sometimes, like quop date, which is a queer update. We're not using. We quop, are using quop date. Well, co- update will not catch on. Listen, I, I just wanted to update you guys on the fact that oh we're using update now. You might have gone the update, but don't no one happening. enable this, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, amnesiac would probably be, uh, you know, now that I've had ref- retroflexion, uh, amnesiac yeah. is, is below kid A in my opinion. Um, but yeah, okay. okay, so that was four. So our top three now, the top three albums. <laughs> Number. Yeah, I've got- Number three, let's go. Uh, 
Hui. Good day. Good day. Ah, well, I say <laughs> <laughs> Um. Okay. I. Yeah. I would. God, that's the thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. When when it's so hard to rank these rank hey, these bro, albums because they're all. I've said it now. They're all so like not consistently good because they're they they prog- they progressively get better. I would argue, but they there's qu- consistent quality throughout them. So it's very hard to rank them, and I'm, you know, rankings often change, uh, and especially with a band like this, it's. You can't keep your rankings constant, but I yeah, would it's say in, it's in flux at all times. Yeah, I would say like, uh, do I think In Rainbows is better or worse than Kid A? Got to count them. Five, uh, four, uh, three. Um, two, okay, I'm gonna put Kid A. Yeah. Seen as I, seen as I put Amnesiac below okay. Kid A, I feel like that's fair. Cause, yeah, cause, that's fair. Because Kid A isn't miles better than Amnesiac. It's just a bit better. Hence, it's in third place for me, at least. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my third place is Kid A. Your third place is Kid A. I do actually. I do agree with that. I do mm. agree with that. But I think, like, I think OK Computer does nestle itself in a bit better. It, it, like, if they, if uh, in terms of quality, for just for me, I don't know. Okay, no, that's like, fair. Music is just like, and music it feels too B sidey sometimes. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. That's fair. Um. Okay, so then that brings us to our top two. So number two yeah. is, mm-hmm. yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, why don't you go? You want to go first too? Okay, number two in rainbows. E- <laughs> 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 I don't disagree with you at all. Uh, I mean, I well, I, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> thanks i needed to hear that um <laughs> um well you know uh bloody <laughs> in a moon-shaped pool in a moon-shaped rainbow pool so what you're saying is you would put them basically like joint Oh, no, I can't do that. That's a cop out. Um, oh, um, oh, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, help. <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> you gotta make oh, your own decision. Please. I already made mine. I already made my decision. Please, I'm sweating now. <laughs> um, <laughs> come on. It's so hard to say something. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, moonshake pool second. Damn it! How could I have you? To. My God! I have to. I have to because it's just. Oh, <laughs> it's just because. It's just because. It's just. I don't know why I said it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You don't. You, you don't have to have a reason. You don't have to justify your claims. Um. But yeah, so that means that your number one for now <laughs> is in rainbows, and my number one is a moon-shaped pool. Um, so that is interesting. 
Obviously, listeners. No, I'm switching. I'm switching. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> okay, so I'm what? Switching. So what? 100% yeah. switching. Yeah. Okay. Jake Paul. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that means that your number one is a Moon Jake Paul, and my number one yeah. is a Moon Jake Paul, and both of our number twos yeah. are in rainbows. Okay. Cool. Yes. 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 But obviously, although the opinions of us, myself and Darrell, two random people who you mightn't even know. Our opinions obviously matter a lot more than yours. Um, but you are allowed to have your opinion, <laughs> but only if they agree with ours. Whatever you yeah. think is the best album, we actually agree with you. Um, except if you think Pablo Honey is their best album. We don't agree with you. Yeah, you know? then, you're, then, you're a, then you're a muppet. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it would be interesting to see what people think of our rankings. I think I think we have kind of like gone with the current. Like we, we haven't really disagreed that much uh with yeah. each other or with um i mean other than the okay computer thing um but we and we also right. don't think I, I we haven't really disagreed with the internet but or the general consensus i guess but i don't yeah. know whether that's because we are sheep or the internet's right or actually the internet copied us um obviously i think that that's what it was yeah the, we we came before the internet so that kind of makes sense um no we didn't we, we made the 2002 internet. yeah um i remember i do i do remember uh, <laughs> making the internet yeah so. one one night i just decided oh, man i need something to google yeah. what's, what's <laughs> a google hey adam, <laughs> hey adam you wanna you wanna make an internet real quick <laughs> <laughs> so Darrell and i were Maybe like just coded yeah yeah five, sure took uh, us five minutes and then uh and then we started a podcast on it so yeah this is the only podcast actually yeah. You listen to other podcasts? Podcast. No, you don't. Um, but yeah. What so, are other podcasts? Yeah, I've never heard of them. But yeah, so anyway, we finished the radio perspective, the Radiohead retrospective. This is our 30th episode. Uh, and thanks everyone for, you know, tuning in, sticking with us. Yeah. It's been been a long while. We finally got to episode 30, quite a milestone. And, and then we're going to be back to regular programming for a little bit. But things are going to change perhaps <gasps> are they perhaps going to change i think perhaps they might maybe they might they might maybe perhaps change perhaps hmm yeah. interesting what changes well, i mean like our, might, are you kicking me off no yeah 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 totally new co-host but yeah so tune in next week to see all those new new changes um and obviously every five episodes one thing that won't change every five episodes we're still going to do a re- retrospective of uh, mm-hmm. a big artist that we both like uh don't know who we're going to do next i was thinking maybe the cure cure might be nice that might be nice maybe the smiths um mm. maybe tyler the creator perhaps that was in the pipeline i remember that yeah jpeg mafia maybe i mean he's only got three Might's albums do- might have to do another another poll or something. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do more uh, audience participation and like questions and stuff like that. So follow cool. both of us on on Instagram, Adam Sal and Darrell G fifteen. You know it. I don't even know mine. <laughs> I didn't even know my ass earlier. Um, but yeah, <laughs> and I knew yours. But yeah, so thanks again, guys. Um, we shall see you. Well, we won't see you. Actually, we we won't even hear you. You'll hear us uh, next Friday if you tune in, which we hope you will. So, yeah, catch you later. Love you.